Well, this is going to be fun. <laughs> we already had like a bottle of wine. And our first technical difficulty of the year. Yay! Yay! Cheers to that. <laughs> first recording and first fuck up of 2021. You know what? It happens, but you know, we're not going to do the share stress. Yeah, it's okay. We attempted to record an episode and you are hearing the second version. Yes. Because what we Which thought recorded fine. didn't record. You know what? Second verse, same as the first. Hey, to all those independent creators out there listening, I'm sure you understand our frustrations. Exactly. It happens. It happens. If you're just listening and you're like, what? Then welcome to the fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) We are not perfect, nor do we claim to be. I don't know how my shitty ass non-contact eyes caught that, but I mean, yeah, again, I'm really glad we are here dead. together with this. Yes. <laughs> I can only imagine you throwing things around the room. Oh my God. Once I've departed the studio. Well, last week, everything did record and there was sound, but my computer needed an update and for whatever reason, it was very choppy. Mm-hmm. So if you heard last week's episode and we were talking about something and then like half of a word cut out... That was why. That was a 2020 effect. And I really tried to edit that the best that I could. And that's what you get. Sorry about it. It's Richie and Wes. Hey. (laughs) We wanted to know, what is the naughtiest gift you've ever gotten? Yes. And you guys, as usual, dirty horse. And I love it. So we'll get to those at the end of the show. We posted that on our social, Richie with a Y. And mm. Wes, not West, just W-E-S. It's in the notes if you go to our show notes. That's always there. It is. We follow Along back. with all of our sponsors. That's right. Yes, yes. We have discount codes for all of our sponsors. We do. So save some money. Well, <sighs> up front, I'm ho- certainly we do record this a day or two early. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we haven't uh, in the next two days before we post this descended into just various you know capital cities aflame um but currently there are you know terrorists going through dc and downtown la and not too far from where we are by the way Uh uh-huh and just rabble rousing and causing a lot of trouble and you know looting and rioting exactly basically only it's not being Reported that way. Because? Because they're demonstrators and they're patriots. Mm-hmm. So this is something that we have to see and demand the, when this happens, that it's not what aboutism. It's not if. It, yeah. It is when. When there is an organized BLM event, National Guard are called out to protect Starbucks. Mm-hmm. When it's MAGA people, who their own leader told them to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Suddenly there's no tear gas. Nothing. No. Nothing. The also... Tanks. Where are the all, tanks? All, all he did was say, please respect the authorities, please be peaceful, blah, 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 blah. Mind you. Um, so... 
July 27, 2020, when we were having Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. protests. Um, he tweeted, anarchists, agitators, or protesters who vandalize or damage our federal courthouse in Portland or any federal buildings in any, any of our cities or states will be prosecuted under our recently reenacted Statues and Monuments Act. Minimum, he bolded, 10 years in prisons. Don't do it. And then tagged some law authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how's that going to happen this time? I mean, the president said it. And he admitted that this is a thing. So I think that these people should be Mm -hmm. prosecuted for a minimum of 10 years. I mean, they were there. They stormed. In costume, first of all, some of them. Yep. And. Which was under a lockdown. Oh, yes. Because they attempted to derail the electoral count Mm -hmm. from the election. They sat in the vice president's chair and got on the fucking microphone declaring, excuse me, declaring that Trump won. They, in a big mob, chased a security guard, a lone security guard, mind you, up three floors of stairs. You can hear him saying, please move, please move, like, do not come any further. And he's just on backup, backup, floor two, backup, backup, floor three. They're chasing this man. Everyone's like, what kind of flimsy security guards do they have? I'm like, it's a mob of fucking a gazillion people against one man. He's not stupid. Right. He doesn't know if they're armed or not. Not only that, what can you do against more than a couple of people? There were people who were armed. Oh, 100%. Yes. People who got shot. And granted, there was some altercation and response in that manner because people were so overwhelmed. But you know, they wanted. But also, this. why would they, they? This is what, how are they overwhelmed? This and, is orchestrated. Yes. Granted, the people who are there, they're there of their own free volition, and they're you know whatever. But they're the ones orchestrating it. They're the ones yes. saying we're going to do this. We're going to march. And that's that. And the leadership, all the way up to 45, is encouraging it uh-huh. so that... Yeah, by not em- employing the same fucking security tactics that they did for a BLM march. And why? Oh, so it's going to be on CNN. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be on Fox News. So it's going to be on... Mm-hmm. Just ridiculous. Just, yeah. They're do- it's propaganda. Complete propaganda. Yes. Fucking ridiculous. How much they care about being on the news and how something is represented. And it's I mean, it's just, just I so could never, unless it's dumb. us. It doesn't change <laughs> anything. It doesn't. Like, it 100% fucking doesn't. Nothing changes what this is. And I know, you know, we're not normally a political show if you're just tuning in. We are not. We, just... we broke all of our rules last year because last year <laughs> broke mean, us. We so we're like no whatever. Politics at the beginning. No of politics. Year. No Kardashians. No religion. And here we are. Here's what's really happening. And you can always, as much as I fucking hate him, minority leader, leader Mitch McConnell. Who we have had that bottle of wine, haven't we? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Minority. What's that again? Mitch McConnell. <laughs> as much as I hate that bastard, he's smart. He is very smart. And out of his mouth, saying that for anyone to derail or delay the Electoral College being certified, it would be a death spiral to democracy. I'm not going to clap for a fish that is. I, no, you know what? what? A broken clock is today. right twice a day. But what it shows you is <laughs> someone like Mitch McConnell is not uh, uh, in it for like today's win. He's already thinking two years from now. 
because in two years, we will have the midterm elections, and that's where both the House and Senate could flip if the Republicans, as they will do, dig in and try to uh, change you know, the outcome of those midterm elections. So basically, he's thinking ahead already. He's not going to attempt on mm-hmm. any level to... Because that would just cause... I mean, talk about... Because I will revolt at a certain point. I right. will grab my baseball bat and yes. I will walk downtown. Fuck this. Like, you, you cannot push people to a certain fucking limit, right? So he knows the election happened, they lost, done. Mm-hmm. It's over. So he he's already thinking ahead. So oh, yeah. You have to watch someone like that more than these dipshits who are... Mm-hmm. What did they prove? What did they prove? What did Storming not a, the Not a damn do? thing. They're, I mean, a lot of them are on, are, are going to get identified now. Good. So, I mean. That is a good. That's the good thing about these camera phones. And, yes. and actually, how dumb are they to do that when there's already Getty cameramen in the house? Mm-hmm. They're the ones that caught mm-hmm. the video of the mob chasing the security guard upstairs. I mean, and they're the ones that caught so much because you could hear the police come in at one point. And he's like, hey, who are you here with? He's like, I'm with Getty, I'm with Getty. And you could hear him, like, fumbling mm-hmm. for his badge and being like, I'm taking video because I was already here taking video. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, there's already a mask mandate. Like, it how be so easy to fucking, disguise right, how, for fuck's no. sake. But you to dress, own you dress, the you, you dress up in fucking... Yeah, your a fucking right, cosplay. Exactly. Your military your fucking, cosplay. Mm-hmm. Buffalo fucking Don't spirit hood. I love a good camo. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. But I don't strap on any guns. Idiots. No clips to myself. Fucking idiots. Face fully, fully exposed. One guy looking at him is coming from fucking Burning Man. No, they'll find him, and I hope they do. Oh, p- 100%. I can't wait for tomorrow's Twitter. <laughs> oh. Mm. Well, speaking of social media, again, you should be following us at Richie with a Y and Wes. Gaze over COVID has exploded in, in a the very last short amount of time, actually, like two weeks. Two yeah. weeks. Now it has over 100,000 mm-hmm. uh, followers. Uh, we're, you know, close in those numbers. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's right. We follow back, you guys. Me too. Gaze over COVID is exposing those who are exposing others potentially to the coronavirus by basically just reposting stuff that Instagays have put on their own Mm -hmm. platform. And yet there's been all this backlash, including even CBS calling them uh, social media like COVID vigilantes. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're vigilantes. They're taking a picture that they got. Yes. From, from you and, and your fucking social media. With your 100,000 followers. Yes. These are all influencer gays, mm-hmm. you know, six-pack gays. Yes. Po- little porn star gays, whatever, right? Uh, all the influencer gays. Posting it on their... And all they're doing is taking that video or that mm-hmm. photo and being like, oh, look, this bitch. They're just putting it in a different context. You know what happens? You put things on for attention. You don't get to narrate that attention. I am not super shocked to see that people aren't commenting that way on the Instagaze mm-hmm. posts because they know they will be 
probably shot down and ridiculed and bullied and all mm-hmm. that stuff by the fans of the instigators. Because you know, oh no, 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 nothing is worse. Oh, no, people, than ha- people have been. Oh, have they? They've been deleting their comments. Oh, they've okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, one way or another. Uh, but people will also defend random strangers mm-hmm. because abs. Literally. So gays over COVID has just been basically reposting this shit. And I guess a lot of these gays, again, if you don't know, if you're not following this whole thing, you guys, a whole bunch of fucking gays for New Year's. Was it a cruise or was it just different parties? I'm, at- I still don't know. Marcella didn't do shit yeah. besides get drunk on New Year's Eve. But it was down in Mexico. But it was, yes. And I keep reading that it was a band event. It was a huge so, party. So, I'm thinking that this event was banned and was cancelled and someone else swooped in. Jeffrey Sanker. But, but Jeffrey Sanker, yeah, it was his event. Yeah, but I don't know if they banned it and was like, fuck it, we're gonna do it anyways, or if they rebranded it last minute right. or something, well, because, because that is a thing you can do. Yeah. So, yes, this was a banned event from what, I, from what I've read. I and did it not did say, do to not be. share this, do not tell anyone. Yes, so I'm that. thinking it was something undercover they tried to do, and then, of course, you please, a bunch of thirst trap, attention-hungry gays well, not sharing anything. this is something where you'll get the, whether it's a cruise or a plane ticket or whatever, it's usually like an all-inclusive kind of yes. package mm-hmm. with your hotel, and they've kind of booked a whole hotel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, I do question it because every time I see or hear someone say, like, oh, well, you know, so many people are traveling. If we're not supposed to travel, why are there planes in the air? Mm-hmm. This is what happens yeah. when there is no rules or <laughs> regulations or whatever the fuck. And quite frankly, so when people pe- are taking advantage when of When things are cheap and, and accessible to, to people. These, yep. And, you know, and I get it too. We've all had a hard fucking year, you guys. And maybe up at this point, you just don't fucking care and you just want to fucking party. Whatever. But at the same time, there are a lot of other people who have made a lot of sacrifices and are really trying not to get fucking COVID right now or spread it to other people. And that's exactly what the doctor that they put on their site today said. He's like, look, I understand it. He's like, maybe you guys think you're being shamed or whatnot, but you know, it's no different than when Trump came out with those tapes and everyone's like, oh, well, these tapes should have been linked. They should have been confidential. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, look at the point. Look at the deed. You know, these people are frustrated because these people, people because the these people have said, well, yes. And also, like he was saying, you know, people are upset because they've been abided by the rules or as much as they can be. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, if they traveled, it's because they had to travel. For their work, or they, you know, there was some reason for it, or maybe they did do something once, but it wasn't a giant thousand person fucking cruise. You know what I mean? It's like there are levels. And yes, they're allowed to be upset. You need to take accountability for what you're doing. And if you're going to be putting things on the internet, then that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, it can work against you. Yes. It's not, I think people get so, especially those gays are so used to just likes and, oh, my God, yeah, you look so hot. Oh, my God, Mm -hmm. oh, that Speedo. Uh." No, like, attention comes in both forms, and Mm -hmm. you put it out there, so you have to be prepared to receive it. You can't can't narrate this. Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) Arrest them all. (sighs) Jail. Immediately to jail. 
I also uh, get pissed at people like, the, and I knew this from the beginning, that, that nurse, that jacked up nurse mm-hmm. with the huge muscles and the bald head who got COVID and had to go on a respirator mm-hmm. and lost like 30 pounds. I fucking knew he was a circuit queen and probably, Child. whether it was his supplements or other enhancements... Probably mm-hmm. thanked a lot of his bulk to that. And, of course, when he was on a respirator, wasn't taking that shit anymore. Who amassed $20,000 in donations, then decided to go on this trip to go to a circuit party in PV in Mexico. I'm with all the other. See... So earlier, I thought you were talking about the other nurse. So oh, the, the one nurse that, that got the vaccine. Got the vaccine that took his shirt off, basically, instead of rolling yeah, that, his sleeves up. That not, I mean, he couldn't because he's wearing a dress shirt and he couldn't have rolled up that far past his biceps. So that bitch got the but vaccine. Got the vaccine. And mind you, mind you, became a meme because he wore a dress shirt, opened it up to expose right. his whole torso. Instead of wearing, I don't know, maybe his scrubs. Right. Again, if you follow us at Richie and Wes on social media, you mm. know exactly what meme we're talking about. Our caption said, can you roll up your sleeve? Gaze. Right. <laughs> Just had Seriously, it pulling yeah. down. His shirt was unbuttoned to like the fourth button, rolled over his shoulder, shoulder entirely. His whole tit was hanging uh-huh. out. <laughs> So you got a shot in the shoulder. Yeah. Bitch, you know where shots go. You are a nurse. Uh, and then he he's decided, all yeah, I'll get him on the cruise. Mind you, before his second dose of the vaccine, so Girl, don't you also know it takes like however many uh, days it's, to inoculate? Uh, okay, whatever. You know what? I'm not a scientist, but I'm just saying half of a dose probably doesn't count as being immune. Fucking mess. Or and also, if you're gonna make such a decision, just own it. What these fuckers did closed or went private with uh-huh. their accounts. Which, by the way, a lot of them, if you're a public figure or you're whatever on Instagram, you have to change that. You have to go to a, If you're going to go to a oh, private yeah. status, mm-hmm. you can no longer be a quote-unquote public figure. Yeah. So they were willing to take that hit uh-huh. and go private and thought no one was going to see. Bitch, you have hundreds of thousands of followers. There's always someone How who do you think always no one is going to see. There's going to be always someone on the inside. Oh, it's just us. It'll be me half the time. Like Jesus I just Christ. got finished calling out an influencer just the other day, and I told my friend, I'm like, Jarrell, I'm like, I'm gonna unfollow this person. They're on my fucking nerves right now. And he's like, No, I love your comment. Just stay in, so, yes. so you can keep giving feedback. It, it, it is sort of that like hate, hate following. God, I wonder how many hate followers I have. Uh, I mean, nowhere near that level of followers, obviously. But we're not problematic like that. You have, uh, you know, ten or uh, fifty thousand, hundred thousand followers, a million followers. Yeah, you're gonna have people who are basically reporting on you. Duh. (laughs) All right. Meanwhile, back here in specifically Los Angeles. And I am sure, I, can, I really would love to know, gays, we know you're listening, mm-hmm. what is happening to the gay bars and the institutions, the queer spaces in your city? Because we have lost multiple bars here. Now, this week, uh, Oil Can Harry's, famous, famous, famous 
country western bar. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't really think of the gays in country western music, but what a fun place. You don't even have to be into country music, I don't think, to enjoy a night there. No. Honestly. No, I've been there before, and I only like Shania Twain and Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> Barely Shania Twain now, mm-hmm. since she showed her ass. Mm-hmm. Well, they are closed forever after 52 years in Los Angeles, one of the oldest queer spaces here. And now the new owners that either bought... This is what I don't get. I, apparently they didn't own the space or their lease was up or whatever, and now there's someone else either a new property owner or a new property renter. I don't know. What am I? You know, a a real estate agent? No. So whatever. The new people coming in are going to do a live jazz venue. What the? Bitch, unless it is drag. For what audience? Liza Minnelli shit. Right. And even then. No one is going to. No. no. Jazz? No. No. We already have jazz in LA, first of all. At various, like, you do have different venues over LA that have live jazz, but. Yeah, but that's like a night, places, like, those every so often. really work to stay open. Exactly. And they book. And they have a dedicated fan talent, base. They have regular. Exactly. Yes. It's an institution. No. Most times, no. The places own the actual With spot. That like that's, that's that like a passion huge, project. Huge, huge space is good. No. no. Anyway, the point is, our gay spaces, our career spaces, are going away because people have money and they're willing to throw it away everywhere and, except for us. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, we could use a a, a special donor no, or sponsor, saying. a sugar daddy, something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give it to us give it to us instead yes, of Monty Overstreet who is the one who owns all these properties there's actually a Facebook page to boycott any of his properties on one hand I feel that on the other hand it's not their fault that they yeah. gave someone money and they now are able to have a club exactly right boycotting the space doesn't affect him really mm-hmm. right no yeah he's like 105 anyway <laughs> just do some chanting and you know <laughs> <laughs> so done with you today <laughs> oh god <sighs> that, that was me that was me like fingers across the throat that's what that was I'm glad that yeah, yeah he's the white one <laughs> I'm not saying that, you, that's you our should. unrunning joke, by the way. <laughs> yes, because someone gave us a one star review in which they very hatefully referred to me as the white one. What an insult. Like, how dare he? What an insult. I would never, like, at all be told I'm the black one. I say that all the time, just for differentiation, when I say something possibly problematic, so you don't get attacked on social media. But no one else can say that. Absolutely not. Fuck him. I would be mad. And he said through an entire goddamn hour and a half episode, please, you must be a fan. Crazy ass people. Hey, hater. P.S. If you do slide down, you can give us a five-star review. Yes. We'll read it. We will. 
We have a fairly good rating, though. So the comments are the lobby of this brothel. Yes, exactly. So just be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> Write your little five stars. Uh, you still at, got your coat and hat on. Pretend like you know your friends and family are watching you, mm-hmm. and then you can hop on in after that. So as we said previously, did I say it was time for celebrity shade? <laughs> you did not. It's time for celebrity shade. <laughs> that was so lackluster, but I love it. As we said previously. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A lot of rules got broken last year. Yes. And one of them was talking about the motherfucking Kardashians. Uh-huh. Well, here we are again. Here we are again. You know, there, We're only a few days into 2021. We can wean <laughs> off our roles as the year goes. It's okay. We also said no, five no politicians either, but we did. Like, you know, these it's okay. Yahoo terrorists are... Storming mm-hmm. our fucking capitals. Anyway, uh, so here we are with the Kardashians. Who would have thought that Kim and Kanye... Tell me this is sarcasm. Would... <laughs> well, they are perfect for each other, because all they They really are, their but... Own reflection. I mean, you know, you also have two megalomaniacs right. just... Right. Inhabiting the same space. And for then... a while, they could hold each other's mirrors and really reflect yeah. in themselves. Because it was all about them being the couple. Yes. And then that... Mm-hmm. Tends to lane off. Plus, Kim just signed some t- gigantic two hundred million dollar contract for I don't even know what. I don't even know. I and who knows what her real cut actually is? Because you know how they like to lie mm-hmm. about that shit. Kanye has his fucking cult in Wyoming. Right. A lot of they stuff. don't have time <laughs> together. <laughs> I, they have yeah, like, I, two kids. Sure. I don't know. <sighs> okay. Do you want to hear some real tea? Yes, I'm trying to, to stifle a hiccup. I'm sorry. But yes, I do want to hear some real tea. Please. Okay. I heard that Kim and Kanye first hooked up just because she wanted a bag. I don't remember what kind of I'm like a cocaine? Like a Louis Vuitton bag. Oh. Or like a, you know. Why? She had money by then. Whatever bag. I heard that, that no, they no, met no. when she was dating Reggie. She, they met a long yes. time ago. Damn. Now they had, were a good couple. And kind of been they fucking were around couple. for a while. And apparently she wanted this bag that he had. Oh, gotcha. And he was like, well, I'll give you the bag. But what do I get? I believe every fucking word of this. Seriously. Every fucking word yeah. of this, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, especially Which that time she was up and coming. Could just be super flirtatious and, you know, 100%. What I mean? All yeah. that stuff. I'm not like, and even if it was a fair trade and exchange, I'm not knocking that either. Yeah. I am just saying. Do what saying, you do, girl, but we're just, we're, do, we're, we're reporting here. We are a news source. certainly makes source. sense that there has been. Not a credible one, but we are a news source. Throughout their entire relationship, some kind of exchange. exchange. Yes. So, not a huge surprise that that's coming to an end. No, not at all, please. What, who is giving Kim or Kardashian or entering into any kind of $200 million contract with her? Or I don't know, man. What is, I... who... How? What? I don't. I don't know. Okay, every time I drive to my weed store, because we're in West Hollywood, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. We've said this a million times. Now I'm becoming more fearful. But anyway, every time we drive <laughs> down, we're pissing off a lot of people. There's the Kylie billboard. I... How old is that bitch? She She's looks like 22, I think. 40. 
five. It's, yeah. I mean, she also looks like a whole different human. Well, that too. But I, what is the appeal to these fake-ass people? They look like cat-duck hybrids. The, the superficial. And also, you start stuff young, you have to keep it up. So what hair. are you going to look like when you're 35? She looks 45, like, like the housewife. And people I'm, and don't look, realize we that. Normally, start, again, rules are broken. We don't normally talk about how people look. We don't. But that's what Especially her whole women. But empire is built upon. Yes. And the bitch looks like she is... T- what is going on? I don't know. It's... Uh, why? Why? It looks very blowfish It's very bizarre. It's, it is bizarre. It's starting to also not look remotely oh, no. realistic. Uh-uh. At all. And yet, Idolized comes out with a new makeup line. It's... A whole like a different, it's a whole different generation. I mean, she's got a lip kit after getting lip injections. That's a whole, that's a whole. Yep, you have a million Instagram followers. of things you I just got not. lip injections and said it was a certain product that you yeah. put together. And suddenly. I mean, I can't get too mad because she was always called the ugly one, though. And she was, and she was the youngest. So it's like when you're in that family and you're in the spotlight for, since you were literally like, what, nine or ten. Mm-hmm. And you see things going around you that doesn't seem like it's abnormal. And oh my god, I'm defending Kylie Jenner, Jesus Christ. I mean, why now? Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you know, you don't know Pop any better. And also, and it's not like there's been a hiccup in the business plan. No. So why should you stop doing what you, you know what I mean? Like, oh no. Oh god, who am I? It, no, I get it. And, and I That's believe disgusting. it too. But I mean, I, I, mean, I will say expect? this. Like, what it, would you expect? Especially with, with women's standards of beauty and whatnot. It's like, she was always criticized for not having lips and always being the non-attractive one. Which, so, by the way, she looked like an absolutely perfect, n- perfect normal, normal fucking fine, 14-year-old girl. Beautiful 14-year-old girl. There was nothing wrong with her ever. And sometimes you have to grow into your looks. Not only that, but like she looked like an interesting looked, person. She just looked like she a normal was, girl. I was like, and this. there's nothing wrong with looking normal. But no, it's like now I know, you I look abnormal. I don't want to be a defender either, but I will say this, and I, I know I've mentioned it a few times on the show. I could not do this show if I still worked for Entertainment Tonight. Oh no, the way please. that I used to and talk the shit in jail. that I do. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I would literally be in jail. How free does it feel though? <laughs> but what I love is I do like know all this shit, right? And I would say when they were younger, they both had really good personalities. Mm-hmm. They were both very funny. I don't think they went to school most of their of high school experience at all, which is very unfortunate. Yes, for them. Um, but they didn't have a lot of control over that because yeah. there's busy being fucking famous so but they had just a lot of personality and they were i really think likable yeah and then you reach a certain age and you start behaving like the people that are around you and behaving how people tell you you should be behaving for who you are Mm -hmm. you get told who you are you don't it's not you don't come into that. You, you you don't blossom into a, oh, wait, no, you you can't talk to me like this. It's no, you're told they can't talk to you like this. Mm-hmm. This is how you're going to behave. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I can't blame her, but at the same time, she's also an adult, so she can be judged now. And I don't agree with her. But, right. But I can respect the process and I can understand the trauma that she probably will never quite honestly recognize nor 
confront. Unless things go way downhill, and then you'll see her on a, what happened, Kylie Jenner. Right. Which does happen with these reality stars. I mean, you can be top of the fucking world for a while, and then all of a sudden, crash. But what else is happening? You know, when you're at that sort of upper echelon, and yes, I know they're making a lot of money. Yeah. But A, they lie about that money. And B, it might be a six-figure deal or, you know, Mm -hmm. $200 million deal, but they're getting a portion Mm -hmm. of that. They're reporting the deal. Yeah. That's not necessarily they're a part of it, or even if it is. They're... It's a vanity situation. Spending so much fucking money. The houses, the cars, Mm -hmm. the outfits, the assistants, the hair, the... And granted, they're getting a lot of free shit and all this stuff, and they're working it as much as they possibly can, but... The world that they have sort of pushed themselves into. I mean, look, don't, Calabasas is a great place. That was where they sort of started. Yes. From. And Calabasas is nothing to sniff at. No. They have a lot of mansions there. A lot of people live there. But the homes there and the properties there are not remotely the same as to when you move to Beverly Hills. Very true. And even just the taxes. Mm-hmm. On oh, yeah. that property in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. So you sort of put yourself where the more money you make... What is, what is it? More money, more problems. Yes, literally. <laughs> the truth, yes. Because it's so easy, right? We yeah. all do that to a degree. So, yeah. I mean, of course they're rich, but I also just feel like... Mm, it could fall at any moment. Like, it could literally just collapse. Another five years, you never know. Well, they're also spending so much mm-hmm. on plastic surgery and... I mean, just... That's I mean, it, and properties and whatnot and clothes plastic surgery and, and the, the, the glam. sucking and the boobs and, and the, all that. That is not fucking cheap. No. It really is not. So, I mean, that is... I hope know. you were smart enough to invest. That's okay. all I got to say. <laughs> Well, some sad news this week. If you watched that 70s show, you knew who as Midge. Tanya, Tan, sorry, Tanya Roberts. Tanya? I would say Tanya. Whatever. Tanya? Tanya Roberts. R.I.P. There was a now, whole for sure. situation that happened where they said she had her, passed away. Yeah, her rep said she had passed away and called her a husband in an interview. He freaked out. And then TMZ reported it, and then it's like, no, 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 she's not dead yet. But she was in the hospital. Yes, and was in very serious condition, um, I believe, with an unknown illness. Only 65, and then ended mm-hmm. up actually passing away. Yes. So rest in peace. Bond girl, that 70s show, Beastmaster. Oh my god, you guys, if you have not seen Beastmaster... I know it's old, 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 old movie, but oh well. It used to play on TV like all the time. Being, I feel like I don't know. Like every generation, obviously, is different. But like being '90s kids, like we are, I feel yeah. like certain things like are just ingrained, you know, in yeah. our brains. Like uh-huh. I've probably seen Beastmaster like a thousand times, right? Because it just it was on TV. Um. So she was in that movie, and I always loved her, and um, her passing uh, brought up just a lot of people mentioning just how kind she always was, Mm -hmm. and, you know, how 
um, they always really enjoyed working with her. Yes. And um, someone who worked for a very really long, long time. time. Mm-hmm. That's quite a career. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. That's my kind of career when I have. Just like, you work when you work, you don't when you don't. Mm-hmm. Still stay relevant enough to where people care if you, if you die. Like, <laughs> right. Well, don't die. I want to keep this show going. Well, yeah. No, I'm not going to. No, I'm not. I'm, I, I have no plans of going anywhere at all. Uh, yeah, we, we, we're just getting our audience really coming in. And in fact, our Patreon is doing really well. We yes. have uh, exclusive episodes that go up on Patreon. We have first listens yeah they go up on patreon uh, it's it meaning they'll go up first to our subscribers and then they'll go up on we're about to start having channel. drink recipes drink recipes fun little uh you know easy cooking things mm-hmm. you can do since that's sort of like my yes you can do the cooking I'm not even, you don't want to see anything go up in flames <laughs> uh just fun little stuff you know extra yeah. little things that we do something uh, outside of your normal show and yeah our normal box. Mm-hmm. So join us over on Patreon. <laughs> Meanwhile, I thought this was so funny, even though I literally have been working on this TV show for the last like year now, where I do think it would be a really good Ryan Murphy show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, but... It would. Well, tread where you say right now. I know. (laughs) I will just say that Ryan Murphy was trending on social media this week when someone did the trend, named something gay and homophobic. This has sort of been going on uh, on social media for a while. It's just a game. Like, name something you love, but also something you hate. Or name something that mm-hmm. makes you happy, but also makes, makes you, you sad. sad. Or yeah. whatever, right? So uh, Like the show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard from some listeners, by the way, who are not, like, super into social media or, like, miss some of the news. And then, like, sometimes I just have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I really try to explain it as best as I can. We're only human. Anyway, Ryan Murphy, who you should all know and love from such shows as Glee. Scream Queens. Everything. American Uh, Horror Story. American Horror Story. Ratchet. Yes. Yeah. Name something gay and homophobic. Yeah, he was the winner of that. It was not a creative, Mm -hmm. multi-choice answer. No, he, it was him. It was completely unanimous. I mean, and good point. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so here's what's interesting, right? Is even when gay people do it, when we're represented in the media, we're represented by stereotypes. Oh, 100%, yes. Negativity, horrible things happen. Queer bashing. Oh, yeah. Or like always happening, being mutilated and stuff. Oh, yeah. Way. Or it's the DL black guy all the time. It's like, why is it not DL white guy? Right, because that happens all the time. Literally, like. Yes. And yet, somehow, even when we go to represent ourselves, we still 
follow adhere to those stigmas mm-hmm. and stereotypes. So, and I get it. I mean, they do exist. But, um, you know, when you get called out, you get called out. And when you're right, you're right. Sorry about it. I'm just saying. I'm just seconding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one of the things that we hated about 2020, aside from 2020 just as a whole, was uh, the departing of Alex Trebek from the world and obviously from Jeopardy. Rumor had it. The biggest winner of all time, Ken Jennings, was going to at least be a guest host Mm -hmm. on Jeopardy. Until. Until he became problematic. Extremely. Uh, Yet again, apparently. I don't really follow the whole Jeopardy world or whatever. Uh, But apparently he has said many things over time. Yeah. That were very offensive to people who are uh, handicapped or differently abled. Things that were just not appropriate. Mm -hmm. Who has a podcast, of course. Remember when having a podcast was like a novelty? Right. Oh, you have a podcast? Yeah, three and a half years ago. Sure do. Now everyone has a fucking podcast. And uh, it's okay. It's all right. We have sponsors. We're fine. Yeah, we're great. We're going to be up for some awards Mm -hmm. really soon. (laughs) <laughs> COVID's got us down, but we will not stand. We will not stay down. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon. Please do. That's all we care about. Just keep the show alive by giving yeah. us funds to drink. That's all. That, that's all we ask. It's very, very. We good. just want to pay for the wine. Yes, that's it. Well, not only is his podcast co-host uh, Nazi, according to many, or at least a Nazi th- sympathizer, or at least says things. I mean, you said jokingly. the word already, so who cares? <laughs> At that point, it's a, meh, who cares? Canceled. I was just joking, though. Just saying something as a Nazi would say yes. as a joke. <laughs> no. Like, how did your mind even go there? Why are we still talking about Nazis? I don't fucking know. What I the just, fuck? I just, I don't, I, I can't. They're an embarrassment of humanity. The only fascinating aspect is the manner in which propaganda is used to indoctrinate people into these lines of thinking. Yes. But that's not what we're exploring. No, it's not. So uh, he's probably not going to be the new host of Jeopardy. No. I'm still saying LeVar Burton, damn it. And so is everyone else, but he's yes. busy, I guess. Uh, I love that for him, though. I know! I'm like, <laughs> damn, man. Like, like that's been, like, a thing since, like, like, since the second it happened. Oh, LeVar Burton. It's like, that'd be great! Yes! LeVar Burton! He's awesome! He's smart. Yeah. Ugh. And he's like, well, He's all about knowledge. Yeah. He's like, I'm booked and busy. He's Sorry, like, bitches. It's like, guys. damn. Oh, that, look, that show, doing a show like that is a lot of work. Oh, it's taxing, 100%. That's a lot of work. Damn, I'd just love to see him on TV. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, talk about a national treasure. Like, like, who else to, like, back up that legacy besides him? Well, again, it's Like, unproblematic. Couldn't they just film him from anywhere being the Like, unproblematic. It's been a part of everyone's learning experience. Oh, my God. Seriously. Just since they were a child. On multiple levels. Yes. Like, ugh. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll change his mind. We don't know. 
Well, maybe, you know, maybe they'll give him some more fucking money. You know, which he deserves every, every cent. Yes. Uh, Hollywood is moving everything back. Obviously, 2020 pushed everything back. There's all sorts of shifting and we don't know what's happening and all this stuff. Uh, yet, there are also productions that are happening. And people are just mm-hmm. getting tested twice a week. Yep. And they're doing whatever. My roommate's production is still happening. Oh, yeah. I have friends that just flew back yeah. wherever they needed to fly back to uh, for their... Yep. And uh, they go in. Mind they... you, they were flying and having a PPE Christmas experience or New Year's experience. <laughs> and then we just talked about all of the whatever. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Again, if it, if you can't fly, don't have planes in the air. Oh, my roommate drives. Some of us drives. do actually... Need, and I he, drive he, when he, I do He rents a one-way... Car but also, like, to some drive, people really, and then, then to, at work, if you're on a production at the holidays, mm-hmm. you're off production, exactly. what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. Of course, you're going to go back home. Yeah. So, anyway, the point is, Hollywood's, like, pushing back on all these start dates, and all this stuff is, like, piling up, and... It's Every, a, everything it's a didn't push weird back. time out here. Everything takes so fucking long. long. Anyways, subscribe to our Patreon. Right, <laughs> just give more us shit's, money directly. More shit's gonna get pushed to streaming. Uh, uh, you got nothing uh, else to do anyway besides watch fucking reruns. Just yes, I really do want to start doing some uh, Instagram lives and all that stuff. But we'll ha- we'll be a little more prepared. Yes, today that. was not the day. No. Whatsoever. Um, well, plus I want to give you like a heads up for that. Exactly. You know? So I can like, uh, I don't know, like maybe shave. Way. Yeah. <laughs> and look presentable and right. camera ready. That'd be great. Um, so you maybe can next always week. support your independent creators and artists. Fuck Hollywood. Who even cares? Right. Um, one thing people do care about, though, especially in the queer community, is RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Debuted first of the year. Very interesting format. I do appreciate that they wanted to change it up. It is normally absolute cookie cutter. Yep. You know. Same shit every Same shit single. every episode, yes. every year, what have you. Yeah, they have some surprises. You can time it back, down to the reactions and the confessionals. Right. It's, it's always like it's the boring, A block is going to be right. Yes, yes, you're going to have your final stage show and two queens. Someone's going to drop something. You know, there's yes. going to be a witty reaction in a confessional. Right. Then all of a sudden, it's going to go right back to that. Someone gets eliminated. It's over. <laughs> so this year, I appreciate that they decided to change that up and introduce two queens at a time. Meanwhile, no one's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. None of the queens are wearing a mask. How yeah. could you even see someone in drag in a uh, fucking mask? Exactly. Exactly. They call them out to the stage to immediately do a lip sync for your life. The judges are not wearing masks, but they do have a piece of plastic between them. Some fiberglass is chilling. What? Have you not all been breathing the same air at that point? Could they not have just done this in their dressing rooms? Exactly. Just it's something. a TV show. It Edit is. it together. Yes. The fuck? Anyways, so they bring them all out to the stage. I'm glad they have different songs, etc., etc. 
I'm not even mad that they're doing it during the pandemic. Yeah. Fucking whatever. It's TV. You know, it's TV. They're in their little bubble, right? Doesn't RuPaul's Drag Race put them all in a hotel? Or hotel, all the... each person in one room. Yeah. That's it. They have no out, no no contact to anyone at all. Right. They're including not allowed to the have anyone from the outside they world. They get production. One production person yeah. comes in and even asks them what they want to eat. Mm-hmm. And they'll bring them like a bag of chips. And that's it. And then say, hey, we're ready for filming. Let's go get your look. Yes. Yeah, so they are isolated and doing yes. their thing. So whatever. So why even have the fucking plastic board? Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I did appreciate that they're pitting, you know, right away you're like, oh shit, there's like six of them yeah. and, you know, and then you're like, wait, one of them is going to stay and one of them is going to leave. They're obviously not going to get rid of half the fucking cast right yeah. up front. And they keep calling it the pork chop. Yeah, which, which by the way, I hope pay pork, her. I hope pork chop is making some dime off you of You know this. damn well she's not, but still pay her. And if you're not getting paid, sorry, go fund me. Y- yes, pork chop, come on. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, so you already know it's like okay, they're not being told they're sashaying away. They're being told you know, something's other going thing. on. It's that formulaic where you're like they're calling us something else. This isn't happening. But what was annoying was every time the setup was exactly the same. The two queens would like come wash, in. wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> RuPaul would appear on the screen. You'd have the confessionals with them out of drag, obviously filmed at a later point exactly. in time of them reacting and whatnot, yes. to, to Ru calling them on stage. That's not genuine whatsoever. That is them recalling the way that they reacted. In the... Anyway, every time. Six times we saw how queens reenacted how gagged they were that they had to do a lip sync for your life. It by the third time I was like, "Are you okay?" This is annoying. I was like, "Really? You're gonna do this six one? Have them call all the queens out and do a boom? Just do it! Boom, boom, boom. and then go back to brew. Just all have to lip sync for your life. (laughs) Bam! Hit it! Cut! 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 Shit. I'm not even a fucking producer or nor an editor, but that seems more logical to me than that. It was so repetitive. Yeah, it really was. So I did not get that at all. At all. But the when you're watching like I watch, which is always after it's happened, mm-hmm. you can just fast forward. And you watch like I watch, which is never you can just get the recap right <laughs> here on Richie and Wes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the end of the show, finally, they're like, okay, well, we're not going to cut all of these queens. We're only going to cut one. Oh, but the judges aren't going to decide who it is. It's the other queens who were cut. Mm-hmm. Well, how do they know? They didn't get to see anybody perform. Exactly. It's all a surprise. And if they and did and they were in them. some wing, show that. Why are you not letting See, them and again, have fucking wings of right. all the queens separated yes. by fucking plexiglass like the judges are. Right. And then have them looking down at the performances. Why am I not a fucking producer? What is Thank this? You. That all that sounds way more entertaining exactly. than what the fuck they did. Right. So not only that, but but also if you're gonna do that and let one queen go, why not let the audience decide? If you're gonna wait a week in between, why not let the audience right. decide? 
I mean, I guess obviously they've already filmed the whole fucking thing. But yeah, the, but you but know, come on. Let us something. think that we did it. Do something. Why Why did the judges even show up? Why are they there? They could have stayed a home. A paycheck and some camera time. They could have done a, ve- uh, a fucking... A Zoom. A Zoom. Right. From their house. You guys look great. Right. Vote somebody off. Right. Bye. What the fuck? Oh, <sighs> God. Uh, meanwhile, and this seems like a small thing and silly thing but you know the show goes from big political to small nuance this week we saw olivia wilde and harry styles who by the way are in a new movie together attend the wedding a small wedding ceremony of Mm -hmm. a friend in which they were at some point holding hands Mm mm-hmm like I think, like it looked like they were walking like to their seats, holding hands. Like it was like a, an arranged situation. Yeah, which they certainly could have been there together as a couple. Yeah, sure. Whatever they could be there as co-stars in this new film that they're yeah. doing together. They could be friends, what have you. The press was breathless, putting them together as a couple. Now that could be. That their reps are not confirming anything yet, also saying, yeah, obviously they're together. Got it. But the same energy when, because we know Harry Styles likes to hold hands with people. Yeah. Whether it's male friends, female friends. Exactly. That's a him thing. The same energy is not being applied When it's other people. So that's sort of being called out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he and Lizzo were in an award show, holding hands, same table. She even kissed his hand while holding it, mind you. Not even like, ooh, the flirtation. Yeah, no, it was just like, oh, there's just so It was cute. like, no, they are oh, platonic friends. friends. Yes. They have never, ever thought about hooking up. Yeah, no, it was very like... Pfft. Hell, they probably smashed that night. I mean, and, okay. and, I, and I applaud it. <laughs> I applaud it. Good for them. Yes, but I, it's, it is Olivia directing are, a movie he's in. Yes, it's the way things are presented. <laughs> exactly. And sure, maybe they are dating. Whatever. A. I just also think like unless they're really confirming it or going along with it. A. Who fucking cares? Anyway? Exactly. And B. Hold that same energy for everybody. Right. Otherwise, you're kind of calling yourself out. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not making a, a lot of sense yeah. sense to me. And also, it, like I said, it's just who fucking really gives a shit? Those One Direction fans, apparently. I guess. I just, I'm still just surprised by the way people respond to celebrity dating. They have all fucked each other. Right. It's a, literally... They are the equivalent of a gay bathhouse. Like, exactly. Just deal with I it. mean, it's the same way. Like, look, I can't tell you how many celebrities, celebrities, porn stars, except right. It's anyone that lives in L.A. West Hollywood. It's the Hollywood, same fucking. You've had sex with a celebrity or a porn star or both. They've all. It, y'all. It's yeah. not. It's not even that exciting. Get over it. Fucking get over it. They're all humans. Ooh, Jen and Brad. Like, Why are we holding on to this? Because of seriously, this is shit. Whew. Anyways, I would just like to see 
again, coming especially from that media background, just being able to be like, here they are at the wedding. Oh, look, they look so, you know, they're having fun yeah. together. We're like, I don't see the whole point of, I don't know. It just labeling it's just something so, so prematurely. So annoying. And it's something that we don't even need to fucking know. Or, I don't know, it's just dumb. When, when they're not the ones perpetuating it, it's just annoying. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, uh, if you're following us on social media at Richie with a Y and Wes, you probably saw this amazing vintage clip of David Bowie in the mm-hmm. early 80s, which I know was a very long time ago. But if you can imagine a world without internet... And where cable TV was actually just a new thing. There was this... Do some meditation and yoga and then transport yourself back in time. Think about it, yeah. Think about also a station that actually played music videos. Literally 24 hours a day. That was your thing. That was wild. And then just some music news breaks in between. And crazy. And And then all of a sudden there's a word show. Right. (laughs) Which still exists, even though yes. they don't play music on MTV anymore. They still no. do the music video awards, but still not to the iconic status yeah. that it was in the no early nineties slash mid two thousand. But but if if you could also imagine, okay, we're really asking you to put yourself in another state. Mm-hmm. Up until this point, aside from your national TV networks, which, mm-hmm. by the way, were like, what, ABC? ABC, CBS, NBC. <laughs> and then right. Fox you came on. You guys did so much research on yes. this topic. So four of them. Uh, and yeah. then PBS, because that was a oh, free one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so anyway, you, 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 right. So for most people, aside from that, their local radio station, their local... Uh, anything that they were hearing, seeing... what Even their TV station really yeah. was localized, right? It's still to this day short. Yeah. Local TV stations. But... So think about how small that is. And then suddenly, on a national level, this one station is like, Yeah, we're just going to do this. Yep. And they're playing all these music videos. And yet, within this groundbreaking, incredible, mm-hmm. I mean, they are knocking down doors, you know, like yeah. talk about the flyover states. Hell, there's a, a, there's a song, call. Video Kill the Radio Star. Yes. That's exactly about MTV. And even, I think it's one of the first videos they might have played, actually. It might have been the first video they played, which hilarious enough, that song had a video. Yes. Um, even connecting the coasts. And yet, didn't play a lot of black artists. Nope. David Unless Bowie. you're a Michael Jackson. Right. Well, even, yeah. David Bowie, who was already a superstar, because he was a huge superstar in the 70s, he asked them why. Used on MTV. Well, of course, also, we have to try and do what we think not only New York and Los Angeles will appreciate, but also uh, Poughkeepsie or... Midwest, pick some town in the Midwest that will be scared to death by Prince, which we're playing, or a string of. So that's the answer. Oh, that's why we don't play black artists. It is interesting, isn't that interesting? You know, we have to uh, we have to play the music that we think an entire country is going to like, and certainly we're a rock and roll station. And and Bowie. Question would be asked: Well, 
should uh, to this point good. Bowie has basically been like why don't you play back artists mm-hmm. you know like why don't I see them yeah and, and also by the way no one was scared of Prince no Prince is from the Midwest he's <laughs> from fucking Minneapolis so the PLJ. So he, basically, this guy is is admitting it yes. that they do this. Well, you and I might say yeah because we have grown up in an era when. And he knows. Yes, for me, of course, as a music yeah. person, I. I agree. We need black artists. Black artists are important. Talk on the phones to these guys like I did when I was in radio. Well, I tell you what it means. I tell you what maybe the Icy Brothers or Marvin Gaye means to a black seventeen-year-old. And surely he's part of America as well. No question. So the point Bam. Bowie is making is you're making ch- these choices for people, people based and on shaping their minds. You're, mind, you're, you're brainwashing from your you're white audience. brainwashing people as well. Yes. As to what's acceptable and what is not. And you're not thinking at all about playing the, the, the white kids mm-hmm. or the black kids who are going to listen to this music. And, and by the way, the white kids too. Yes. You're, you're not just influencing the black kids who are watching and get to yep. see black artists on TV, mm-hmm. you are also taking away something from other from other people as well. Yeah. Who may want to be influenced or maybe just want to listen to it. Right, exactly. As though like it's white a form people, of, it's as, a as though form white of, people it's a form of brainwashing. As though white people didn't embrace Prince. Oh, exactly. Or as if white people didn't Knock, <laughs> knock off rock and roll in general. Exactly. I mean, but it's baked ugh. in. It's, it's baked it's, in. Oh, it oh, totally we, is. Oh, we we love that. We appreciate that. Oh, we yeah. know art. We know music. But it's the audience. It's the. This it's is like, what I used to. No. This is what I used to get myself growing up in the Midwest. Oh, we we understand. We don't mind that. But mm-hmm. what would the neighbors think? Oh, of course. I don't give a shit what the neighbors think. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that uh, it's, it's hard to, and even now, you know, all, all the stuff that we see, yes, there's the internet, which is a great equalizer. Yes, people can put their content out mm-hmm. there, which is a great equalizer. But if you don't have a lot of money... Yeah. You can't get people to see it. Oh, and also, I mean, at this point, people are kind of just brainwashed their own little ways. It's like, mm-hmm. I remember being a kid, and like, and like I've talked about this before, my parents, thankfully, listened to all kinds of music. However, when I talked to my black peers, I was made fun of for liking pop music, for liking rock music, for liking things that were not hip-hop and R&B. Mm-hmm. You know, like, these were things that happened to me. And that's because of things like this, because they weren't exposed to that. That's a segregation. You force people to listen to certain things and mm-hmm. certain demographics, mm-hmm. and those people are raised up with those things, and that's what they that's what reminds them of their childhood. Yeah. That's what they embrace themselves onto, and then that's what they grow up to teach the next generation to what is our thing. It's like, no, music is not an a, 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 our racial thing. Music, I mean, it, it is now. Right, you know, and but that, and to that degree, I think people really are holding on to 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 R and B. Oh yeah, rap, and I totally, completely get that. But I do also think that ignores the fact that 
even jazz, rock and roll, all these oh, other no, it's like, forms came from came black, black artists. Yeah, yes. yeah, but those, that wasn't being you know spoken about. You know, mm. it wasn't being taught. It wasn't acknowledged. You know, you were taught that you know, like what I was listening to was wrong because I'm listening to white music when really. The things I was hearing and picking up on were rhythms and riffs and things of that nature. And guess what? Come to find out later on down the line, oh, black artists inspired this person. In which that That's artist where it came from. Most times that artist never even like never even denied that fact, like David Bowie or right. Aerosmith. They gave credit to those people mm-hmm. that inspired them. Oh, but Aerosmith those, did yeah, but those things, with, but, but yeah. those things will get scrubbed, you know, from mm-hmm. interviews, and they don't want you know that to be spread. So it was, it, it's legit a cultural brainwashing is really what it is. I mean, even pop music, early two thousands. I attached to that so much because I heard things in these melodies that were so reminiscent to early 90s R&B. And mm-hmm. sure enough, that's what it is inspired Even by. it's now in a Britney Spears song. Yeah, or, it's like, or these yeah. songs were interchanged. They were sold to this artist, and they were recorded by this black artist, but then given to NSYNC. Right. Or maybe NSYNC rejected this, but then it became a hit, a hit for this black artist. But it's all the same fucking song and same music. It really is. Yes. I mean, I like, I really love Blackpink. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're, like, my go-to. Yes. In, in 2019, they were, like, my go-to uh, comic convention yeah. hotel room party music because they're just, they're fun. They're yeah. so great. I love their fucking music. And honestly, like, I was just listening to them the other day, and yeah, they're K-pop. Yeah. Everyone calls them K-pop. No, they're not. But you know who they are R and B. You know who does a lot of K pop productions? Teddy Riley from Blackstreet from the nineties. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I mean Blackpink specifically you I forget what his name is, but someone who is you know again, you can't separate Exactly. Cultures and ideas and sounds and flows because yeah. it does ha- again if you really want to strip that back of the sounds, a lot of those sounds that they yeah. use in the Black Pink songs, the reason they sound a little bit different from R and B is because they're using a little bit more like traditional uh, Asian instruments oh, yeah. or Asian influences where when you do it's go a melding of all arts. the way back to those sounds like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's there. Yeah. It's there. That rhythm 100%, is there. Yes. It's way back, like a thousand years ago. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's like, to me, music's always just been they're music. They're called pop. I, ne- I, I was never um, like, oh, this is this genre and this mm-hmm. is this. Like, to me, music has always just been music. It's not been attached to a race. It's not been attached to a gender. It's not been attached to anything. It's just been music. But I mean, like, people have made it that way. Yes, and, and it, it used to and be... And this is where it started. You, you really yes. have the people at the top controlling Deciding. things and puppeteering things, and mm-hmm. this is what this, this demographic can listen to, and this is what... Th- and then it, all it does is make people against each other. Right. Oh, well, that music just creates... That music's so shitty. Blah, 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 blah. 15 min- like, 15 years later, the same people saying that, oh, my God, this is my jam, mm-hmm. because it's some nostalgic... Song that la- that actually it. that lasted the test of time, mind right, you. Right. Or yes, or someone sampled it, and then it's 
it blows my mind. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> little known fact about David Bowie. I won't say little known fact if you know him at all. Guess who was a, was a huge influence on uh, one of David Bowie's earlier albums? Luther Vandross, who was one of the background singers mm-hmm. that Bowie would, apparently he wrote everything down, mm-hmm. so he would write in these notepads and like take ideas. And be like, look, here's the song, this is what we're doing. But the background uh, uh, on a lot of David Bowie songs, especially yeah. like early classic David Bowie, is so complex. Oh, it's yeah. Like, if you guys have not listened to classic David Bowie in a while, Do go it. back and listen to it. Yes. I know it's like before our time or whatever. But who cares? It's you, you can appreciate artistry. Amazing. Um, and also, it's where everyone else is like dipping from the well. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think Lady Gaga isn't riffing off David Bowie, right. you're fucking insane. So, anyway, he would really allow this creative collaboration, and I don't know to what part he had with mm-hmm. Luther, you know, getting any sort of contracts or in the room with anyone yeah. or what have you, but certainly it was Luther's very first time in the studio yeah. with David Bowie on Young Americans. That's amazing. I love that. See, that's what I love. Music history. Without all the politics and shit, it's just like, just go in and fucking jam out and make some fucking music. But that's also an ultimate equalizer because, like, going back to the days of segregation in the, uh, what, 40s and 50s or whatever, it was, uh, um... Well, Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra, Mm -hmm. when he performed in Vegas, which at the time was segregated... Oh, yeah. He said, no. My band, including Sammy Davis Jr., who was uh, with, mm-hmm. with him at the time, they will not be segregated from me. We will all go into the same entrance. We will all stay in the same suites. We will all be treated the same. Or I will not perform at this casino. There you go. And it was also acceptable. Yeah. Even the most racist motherfuckers will go enjoy music. Oh, Played yep. by mm-hmm. Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra. Yep. Because of who they were. And because it was interesting entertainment. Yeah. It was, you know, they're right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, music is an equalizer. There, there, I is. think entertainment and, and that sort of thing, we don't always think about that and give it all the power that it's worth, but it 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 does oh, yeah. it translates to it all over the world and musicians and artists and creative people bond together mm-hmm. and don't let yep no exactly yeah what else <laughs> oh that's it that's There's it no more celebrity nope, shade that's it can you hit it nerd news oh. boys <laughs> <laughs> it's time for nerd news there it goes <laughs> well, guess what? Yet again, we are hearing news that Michael Keaton will be returning as Batman. Yes. We but have heard this multiple times. Yeah. However. Now it's actually like kind of been confirmed. Yes. Yeah. And also, he's replacing Ben Affleck. Supposedly. Supposedly, yes. Replacing Ben Affleck. Which, to me, and as we have said multiple times on this podcast, good. Grow Batman up. 
age the character. Michael Keaton is now, you know, obviously exactly. significantly older than he mm-hmm. was when he did the original films in the 90s. Good! Let that be the thing. He he can... It can be Batman Beyond. It could be Nightwing. It could be... Just advance it. Let the story continue. Instead of repeating the same thing over and over... And, and over again. Just let him let him take back the mantle. Right? Yes. I'm sick of it. What is even this Robert Pattinson thing anyways? I don't even know. This whole thing's very confusing. Like, why haven't... To, it, it makes no sense. I, mean, I will say a little bit of trivia. I'm sure I'm going to watch it. But. So Michael Keaton was actually the first person to have dual Bruce Wayne and Batman voices. If Ooh. no one knew this. You didn't know this? Oh, well, like on a cartoon? No. Like, the one to actually change his voice oh. in costume versus not. Yes. He's the only, He's the first person. Yeah. In cartoons, it was always the same voice. Bruce Wayne, Batman. Yeah. Same thing in the movies with, um... Oh. Adam West. Yes, thank you. Yeah. The I'm old, like, temper, I'm like, yes. Old school. Yes, he made yeah, it Adam a thing made to have a different voice. And lower his voice and make it more grovelly. Well, it certainly when made you're sense actually given, in costume. Yeah, he was in disguise. Yes, so. exactly. Yes, he's the only per. He was the person that revolutionized that. And was that mainly his own voice, anyways? Like it wasn't like by the time Christian Bale did it, it was like we're. Also, I mean, that was a whole different. That situation. was that was a mess. Was that, that was a fucking that was a Snapchat filter for a voice. If uh, there is one of those. Uh, that was that was and it was just comedic. I. He was the first and also the best at doing that. I am not even sorry about it. The the fucking Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale Batman movies are not good. They're long and they're very theatrical, but my God, they're like very boring. I'm just like, what am I watching? Terrible. And they're not plotted well. And the, his one of Batman ends, voice is horrible. One of them ends with a nuclear missile going into the Gotham just, Lake, or whatever the fuck it is. Really? That would kill everyone. I... I can't. I fucking can't. Like, I just... No. They're not I mean, good. I I'm, can't. like... And the voices are just horrible <laughs> to me. I'm just like... <laughs> The Batman voice and the Bane voice, which no one can understand. Oh, yeah. I'm like... Okay. Whew. So, thank God. Yes. I'm down for it. Back on I'm here for it. Yeah. Can we get Michelle Pfeiffer to just, like, hop into a cat suit real quick? <laughs> like, I mean, I mean she, she can still fit it. I'm down for it. Just, like, just a cameo would be great. That's all I'm asking. We'll be fine. They certainly set us up for that. I would have, and still would, enjoy... Fuck! Oh my god. This perfect. To this day, right now, give Michelle Pfeiffer a Catwoman movie. Thank you. She acted the fuck out of that movie. I would love to see what she's up to now. <sighs> Enjoying her millions. Right? Acting when she wants to. <laughs> Not mad at it whatsoever. For real so uh i feel you know like we try to always keep you up to date on all the <laughs> nerd new stuff um the one of the biggest things i think we missed actually mm-hmm. was this whole um 
what the fuck was that game that got recalled? Which one? No, just recently. Punk, oh, uh, Cyberpunk. Yes, something cyberpunk, or another. Whatever the fuck. Some year. Oh my god! So apparently, uh, you could get very detailed genital. Uh huh. And there was a glitch to where the penises would flop out of the actual. Right. Yeah. The pants would just drop. Uh huh. Well, like the dick would just pop out. That like that, that was part of your customization. Yeah, you can get larger genitals or or, or breasts or whatever you want to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a time to be cool. alive. And then it was a really terrible rollout, and then it got pulled back, and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. Yeah. So I mean, we're aware of other things that are happening in the nerd world, you guys. We, we just, are. You know. There's just not a lot of news this week. Sorry. Mm, yeah. Not really. What else? Plus, I don't really play a lot of video games anymore. I don't play any video games whatsoever. Yeah. Not my I thing. Not my like niche. I'm, like left out of that. Yeah. No. I don't have time nor the patience. I can't see. We all know that. I my problem is you're trying to That's right. This little fucking thing. It's like this tiny black dot on this huge and I'm like, I can't I I I cannot see it. I just don't care to even engage. Yeah. I nope, I'm good. Not my thing. It's fine, it's gonna be great. (laughs) It's your favorite part of the show. It is the sex question of the week. Oh, <laughs> hello. Okay, well, that was way lower than I expected, but, you know. You almost blow out your vocal cords every week. I, you know, it gets lower and lower every single week, and you guys are welcome, quite frankly. <laughs> we should just do it once. Well, I'm single now. There's nothing else going down there, so I, I have no uh... lubrication. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're single, and, I am. uh, my over a year, yeah, I have been with, uh, my man, and yes. of course, he is in another state. Yeah, so. he's Zordon, he's like in a, like, a blue yeah. tube, and like, you just That's, talk to him yeah. nothing. Thanks for listening. <sighs> How are your sex life is going? Hopefully better than ours. We asked, what is the naughtiest gift you have ever received? To your credit, uh, you guys did give us some really fun answers. So I will say there are a few times where our audience either does not understand what we have asked. Mm-hmm. This is pretty straightforward, though. Or they're, yeah, or they're being, like, facetious. Or, yeah. I, don't know. I will also post stuff sometimes on my... Because, yes, I know I post a lot of stuff about the podcast on my personal Instagram, and not on Richie, with a Y and Wes, which you should be following. But when I do post things that are outside of the podcast, outside Mm -hmm. of the sex topic, outside of anything sexual whatsoever, Mm -hmm. I receive responses that are very sexual, very sexualized, very... You guys, calm down. Calm down. Stop being so horny all the time. Right? Except for right now. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, what was I going with this rant? The point is, <laughs> sex topic of the week. Okay, uh, what is the naughtiest gift you have ever received? It, obviously, we just went through the holidays. It could be a birthday gift. It could just be whatever, a surprise. Mm-hmm. I had a three-way with my crush and his boyfriend as a gift on a birthday. Okay, good for you. This is why you should tell people that they're your crush. There you go. Especially in the gay community. Yes. You are feeding Preferably sober. Ego. Don't yeah. do it when you've been inebriated. Well, that's true. So don't do it while you're watching or listening to the show. Yeah, hopefully you're imbibing with us because yes. we are definitely a few in. Uh, I would say yes. Let people know you're crushing on them. Let people know you're attracted to them. Let people know. You never have... You don't know. They might, uh, their boyfriend, they could be open. They might True. invite a third. They might just enjoy. I'm listening to, to your advice myself because I'm very shy and I don't, <laughs> and I don't do any of that. <laughs> so I'm, yes. I honestly, I think if you, je- you know, if you're like, oh my God, because whatever, because like I have a crush on you. That is just enough to let people know that. Take it or leave it. I have also, by the way, because I am not always one that is super forward. I know I just said you should be forward. But I really appreciate when someone is like, so can we make out now? (laughs) Or is this completely direct? Consent is key. Completely direct with it. I appreciate that because I'll be like, oh, yes, let's do that. And also, you're asking for consent, which is great. Right. Yeah. Have you ever had that kind of moment where you're like, you know, something might be happening, but they're not quite going to make the first move. And then you don't do it. And then later you're like, oh, why didn't I do that? Do you know what I mean? Um, no, because I'm a fucking chicken. Mm. So I wait till they make the move the entire time. Unless I had a couple martinis in me and then right. I'll go in for a kiss. Yeah. But by then I know it's. Mm-hmm. supposed to happen yeah well a naughty origami from one of my gay students husbands who wanted to hook up was one of the naughtiest gifts one of our listeners has ever received all right that is a lot of things mm-hmm and also a very roundabout way how do you do a naughty origami you unfold it and then there's like words inside i'm gonna guess Oh. Or it's an origami of like a dick or something. One of the two. Here is this cock sculpture. I, I can't I imagine it going e- like any <laughs> other way. Uh, here is this, uh, these paper genitals I made you. P.S. Put it in my butt. My ex-boyfriend greeted me at the door on my birthday with a martini uh, uh, on a silver tray on his knees and his mouth open. That's my type of fucking man. A martini and a blowjob? Fuck yes. That is a considerate gift. If you're listening right now and we are going to date, take pointers. I don't know if I have said this on the show before, but one of my (laughs) little pleasures in life, and this is not being dismissive or whatever, Mm -hmm. is... Especially like if you're at a party or whatever and you're having a drink and someone is sucking your dick. 
Oh, it is. I've is never experienced that. Before. So hot, yo! I'm actually pretty shy. If you're, to have <laughs> if you're your... just tuning in, I'm actually very okay, shy. Okay, so maybe you're at home, but just to have your little drink and to have someone like doing things to you, pleasuring you, you know, and you're like sip. Yeah, it's a power move. Another listener said the naughtiest gift they ever received was a bag full of leather harnesses and underwear. Okay. From their best friend's mom. Okay, that's weird, but okay. He, uh, well, I followed up, and thank you for that, because I'm like, what? Especially our audience. Apparently, you know how people make presumptions about games. Uh-huh. She's trying to be the cool mom? They just was trying to be the cool mom. Okay, you know what? I can appreciate that. Good for her. And good for you. Yeah. A work colleague, this is blending lines, gave my husband and I an S&M candle. Okay, first of all, I have definitely heard of dripping wax on people. I have not, I did not know there were candles specifically made for this purpose. Yes. I knew that. Somehow. I don't know how, but I knew it. It makes sense. I'm very inquisitive about things. No, it definitely makes sense. (laughs) You would want it to burn faster and make more wax. Exactly. Obviously. Uh, Yeah. So, or maybe it burns slower and makes more wax. Anyway, the point is, there are specialized candles. Yeah. Right? Because you want more wax. Correct. Yes. Yes. So, that makes total sense to me. I don't know why I never considered it. Getting it from a someone you work with. Different story, yes. How do they... Would they know? I... Child, I don't know. Okay, you're very close to your colleagues. <laughs> oh, this is someone who's very popular on Instagram. I have received random jocks from followers. Okay, I get that you have, uh, and I asked if they were used. No. So okay. you have wish lists on Amazon. And you People can buy you stuff. And you use our body package discount. Yes. Great for you. It, yes. It, by the way, we have a sponsor, boy package. Sing. Get 35% off. Go to our notes. Well, it, we should start an Amazon list. Shit. We should. We could be getting Next stuff. on the list. Next okay. on the list. So the point is, uh, they're very, very, very popular. They have an Amazon list, and people have sent them uh, jockstraps. Well, hey. That's, that's hot. Yeah. A friend of mine in my hoe days gave me a dildo for my birthday. Think saying that yes. I should be using that mm-hmm. instead of hoeing around. The dildo did not get a lot of use. Oh, well, okay. And knowing this person as I do, that is true. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, damn. Uh, someone asked if I gifted myself a vibrator, would that count? Yes. You buy, yes, you can buy yourself a gift. You're worth it. Treat yourself. Exactly. Right? (laughs) Someone said the naughtiest gift they ever received was unintentional keychain 
vibrator slash massager from their grandmother who had no idea what it was what she was giving them that's a blessing i could see how neck hands you would shoulders exactly but it's... if it's shaped like a bullet well you know <laughs> uh, come on hey okay this one's interesting okay this happened during the pandemic. I had a couple, not me, a, a listener, had a couple send a vibratory aid. Oh, along with lube. And then I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to say I and me. The point is, I had a couple send me a vibratory uh, device and lube, and then we video chatted. <gasps> Again, this is not me. This is someone else. Okay. <gasps> All right. They said it was the most intimate experience they've had. There we go. In 2020. That is pretty interactive. Yeah. Not mad at that. You know, there are several devices where you can have remote control. Yes. Mm-hmm. Technology is an amazing thing. And one of our total top listeners... Said the naughtiest gift they ever received was a load in their ass. Well, damn. Okay. And good for you. It is a gift. It's a present. There you go. <laughs> if you are willing recipients, you know, uh, there you go. It works for you. Richie Rich, what is the naughtiest gift you've ever received? Um, I got a pair of, hey, Colin, um... <laughs> Fuzzy handcuffs and a blindfold, mm. which is really like a sleep mask, but yeah, which that, I use to this day. That's actually, what I need to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I use, use to this day for my sleep mask. It's a leather fucking blindfold. Yes, whatever. Hey, what it is. mine is uh, gay love Mine leather. is gray and black, like leopard patterned. It's cute. Oh, your handcuffs? No, my oh the mask. My mask. Oh, okay. My handcuffs are bl- like mostly black. With great spot. Gotcha. Yeah. Cut. So that's it. You see, my gifts are pretty much just alcohol related. Yeah. Or just my friends showing up to things. I'm very low key and low maintenance. Surprisingly, don't judge me. <laughs> what about you? No, actually, the, you say that. It's funny because uh, you're wearing the Black Panther hat that yes. I uh, mm-hmm. got you. It's actually very easy to buy you a gift because you're not I, someone who... You don't I'm very always buy yourself a lot of shit. I don't. You, I mean, you get yourself stuff. It's yes. just, you're, you're not... I mean, you bought yourself a fucking car, but like that's like, <laughs> that's like a different... I'm not going to give you that, right? Like, happy birthday. Here's the BMW. <laughs> Here's the BMW. <laughs> like, like, I already have one of those. Yeah. It's fine. Give it a few years, <laughs> you guys. But um, no, no, I don't buy myself a lot. Of you're yeah. you're an easy person to, I am. to gift, and I'm appreciative of everything because yeah. of that. I don't buy it. I, if I see something I like, I buy it. But it's not a big like, oh my god, I want to like save up for this. I'm just like, oh, I like these shoes. Okay, I'll get them. And then whatever else comes after that, I'm like appreciative because I don't expect gifts from anyone, so it's great. So yeah, yeah. those naughty gifts. I was like, oh, oh this is definitely different. Okay. And have you put those naughty gifts to use aside from the stigma? <laughs> no, actually, I've not. Really? I've not. Mm-mm. 
Okay, so being blindfolded is yes. a, like a trust issue for yes. sure. It is for me, as I'm sure I've said many times on this podcast, it is way more fun to blindfold someone or tie someone up because mm-hmm. then you get to tease them up and mm-hmm. turning them on and it's like whatever, right? Yeah. And when it's me, I'm like, nope. Not at all. See Sorry. You. I have to turn. I'm like trying to turn my head up. <laughs> I'm trying to look around. I'm yeah. T- no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a good glory hole. But the point is, <laughs> it's just different scenario. Like, I would just, ra- you know, whatever. The, I, in many of these situations, I would rather be the one utilizing the. Yes. Yeah. So. Agreed. Well, I think the furry cuffs are a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's you just it, have to though. bust them out. That's I don't really have naughty gifts. You I also tell my friends you. not to give me gifts either, so that's kind of my bad. Right. Well, but I also I like that because when it's like a understood thing, like in fact, yeah. when we were gonna hang out on Christmas a day before, I was like, <gasps> should I got him a gift? What if he's gonna get me a gift? And I'm I'm like, not, no, we're no. hanging out. Absolutely not. He's no, bringing, that's my gift. He's, <laughs> he's bringing. He's coming over. Number yeah, one. Yeah, I'm making us drinks. He's doing us like, drinks. No, I got HBO Max just so we could do Wonder Woman. I'm making those are our gifts. Like, like no, we're no, no, I'm not a gift it, person it, like that. I'm just yes. like, eh. granted, I saw, event, like, I'll buy a gift yes, for someone. I saw like, the hat for you. I exactly, which I still like, wear just, all the time. It's on me right knew now. It was for you, but. Honestly, I would have gotten you that regardless. Exactly. It just coincided yeah, with I'm the not fact like, that it was your birthday. Yes, I'm not. I don't expect that or whatever. But I do love gifts, and I certainly appreciate naughty gifts. Um, I used to, uh, this was years ago, uh, we really had this big group of friends who would always do a big Christmas event. So not being someone that normally, you know, buys gifts, even for my family, like yeah. I'll call them or I'll send them texts or whatever, but I don't need your gift. Like, yeah, don't spend your money on your kids and the exactly. grandkids. Exactly. 100%. Like I don't need shit. So, um, I just remember like we would always do this white elephant and I, of course, prior to, um, my tenure at Entertainment Tonight, if we're going way back in time, I was a safer sex educator uh, who, mm-hmm. in fact, uh, you know, used to go around to different universities and do radio chats and like all the different stuff about safer sex and sex aids and all these different fucking things. So yeah. uh, I had access to a, a a lot of sex toys and so whenever we would throw these parties there would always be white elephant gifts and we'd make it fun right so i always always brought some sort of dildo or vibrator or sex toy but of course then my fellow gays were like oh that's funny that's getting a lot of play we're going to do that too. And it got to a point where they were like, do not bring a sexual toy. Oops. <laughs> well, to these fucking parties. What so you gonna do? I, I have received, I mean, nipple clamps, yeah. uh, uh, an inflatable butt plug. Uh, as oh, one Jesus. Okay. There were years where, like, I either, like, it started to be where you start, like, it was almost spiteful, like, where you're stealing from people or trading yeah. with them or doing whatever. So there were plenty of years where it was like, okay, I got the, you know, 
I got the inflatable butt plug or whatever. So yeah. I could see why also they maybe wanted to yeah. chill that down a little bit. So we could actually enjoy the things that we got, like a nice candle set or something. We can do other gay yes. stuff, you know, like bring some candles. So I've got a lot of, you know, crazy sexual uh-huh. gifts and also gifted a lot of um, I'm sure. Are we gifted? <laughs> for sure. Um, we thank you guys for participating in our shit show that we call a podcast. Exactly. Every uh, single week. We're so happy that we have some uh, exciting involved. guests coming up, actually. <laughs> some collaborations yes. coming up, which is great. It'll be a great time. Yes. Uh, we're rooting for 2021. We are. It's only a couple of days in, and it's already a shit show, but... You know what? I'm gonna guess it's like remnants of 2020. Look, just like we said last week, it's all the same fucking day, It man. really is. Like, it doesn't start you know, over yeah, from yeah. zero. But you know what we're gonna it do? We're gonna, we're gonna continue being great. Mm-hmm. And nothing changes anyway. We fucking won. Fuck everyone else. Exactly. Uh, we're doing great. We thank you so much. Uh, we'd love you to be a Patreon. We'd love you to subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Share us with a friend. Follow us on social media. Richie and Wes everywhere just, around. You know, just give us all, all of your attention and money. That's all we ask for. Uh, <laughs> that's all. More attention than money is fine. Like, we're team. It's okay. Yes, we no, we just like I said, we just want to cover our wine bill. That's it. You guys, until next time. Goodbye. Bye.